0: Hey guys, this is Maria from Future Palace, and you're listening to Interview Under Fire. I of and it's me
1: now. Like all right, guys and girls, I'm gonna welcome you all back to a new edition of Interview Under Fire. This is your host Sunny here, as always. Today, I have the honor of speaking with the exceptionally talented Maria Lessing. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to join our IUF series. You know. We are coming up on an exciting time of the year for you and the rest of the guys over at Future Palace with Mm -hmm. the drop of your highly anticipated album, Run, uh, dropping June 10th just next week via Rising Empire. Uh, Let me begin, Maria, by commending you on all the well-deserved recognition this has been getting so far. I mean, those mind-blowing singles, Flames, uh, Defeating Gravity, Mm -hmm. Paradise, Heads Up, and A World in Tears. I mean, it's building up, right? Just to name a few. Mm -hmm. Shout out to also those other music outlets like you know billboard and sirius who've been praising your work also i mean yeah so much to discover about this release and what you are all about before we get to all that and beyond maria you know let's, let's take a deep breath i know it's it's been like a go 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 for you guys as of mm-hmm. late you guys just wrapped up i believe your first shows you know uh out in different countries as well uh supporting mm-hmm. and is okay i mean you played a couple of headline shows i believe I mean, talk about getting excited again after what we've all experienced from these last two years. I mean, have you had the chance to take it all in? And of course, how are you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) First of all, thank you so much for your kind words. I'm really, really excited for next week. Finally, we can release this album. And um, for the tour, uh, we just did our first headline tour in April. The entire month, and then I just got home from our tour with NSOK and set your sales. Just yesterday, we had our Berlin hometown show, and um, How was that? I didn't, it was crazy. <laughs> it was really crazy to after this, these past two years, it was really insane what we just experienced. We've never had fans before, really. So, this is our first time ever to meet people who like us, who have shirts from us, who sing along, and um. It just got crazy and crazier with every show. I felt like, and then we even did, as you said, we went to other countries for the first time. Uh, we we did Prague, Budapest, and Vienna, and that was crazy. First ever English shows, uh, English speaking shows, yeah. And seeing people in other countries listening to us was mind blowing to me. And then talking to us, this really feels like a dream or like a weird, like it doesn't doesn't seem real yet. I didn't have time yet to. Reflected or so, but I, I feel so happy and like fat, like in a positive way, you know, like fat. I got some new motivation, new yeah. emotions and yeah, it's just amazing. I can't believe it. My voice is kind of gone because after two years, hardly talking and singing, this was really intense, but we made it work every show and it was beautiful. It was really beautiful.
1: And and I saw the coverage from those shows and it's just, I mean, the outpour of this fans. And I, and I, I mean, mm-hmm. once this album drops, I mean, I can't wait to see what happens after that. And mm-hmm. I, I, know you haven't had a, I want you to take these next, you know, next 40 minutes or an hour, like just take it all in. I want you to, mm-hmm. if you hadn't had a moment, we're going to use this to at that moment because oh, it's important. That's awesome. I want to wind the clock back also, Maria to mm-hmm. 2018, maybe even before that, because for fans and listeners, who may not know, you guys are from Berlin, but mm-hmm. if you could just briefly talk about that defining moment in your life that led to the inception of Future Palace with you, Manuel and Johannes into and what it is today, because I know it's only been just a couple of years, but you guys have been on quite the journey. How did you three come together in the end and realize that this is what you wanted to do with your life?
0: Yeah, um that is an interesting question. I mean, oh got 2018, I was pretty, pretty young. I just quit studying music. I quit it because it was expensive and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I decided, or at that point, before meeting them even, I already knew I really want this to be the main thing of my life. I really want to make music. I don't know with who yet, but I know I want to do it. And I was in an old band back then. And um, I met Manuel and Johannes through a mutual friend They were in a band with together Mm -hmm. and I did a feature with them and that's why I met Manuel and Johannes and we noticed right away how well it works how how similar we are like musical wise and we got along as as people as well and really quickly we noticed this is the chance or this these are the people we probably have been waiting for like each other and this is when I knew this is going to be the 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 project this is going to be it I just knew it right away and we started working on songs immediately, but we had to quit all, all old bands, which was kind of emotional. Um, but I knew right away this is it. I just had no doubt in it. And we just really, really quickly in 2018 made our demos, went to the studio and we didn't have a plan yet. We just wanted to record in high quality. We looked up Sada's recordings, Armanuel did, wrote a mail, noticed how um, poor we are because we could only record two songs instead of like 11. <laughs> and I, we went working in a bookshop together for two months. I was there two months, 40 hours a week, just to have money for the studio. And I knew yeah. I want to make a living out of this. And I want to do everything I possibly can to get this w- to work quickly. And that's and- what that's the energy we all had. And now we're here a few years later. And I am really, 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 really happy that it worked out as far as it did now and i can't wait and i don't know what's going to happen next but it's so nice to see that hard works hard work pays off sometimes
1: hey if it caught someone like me you know it's going to be catching on pretty quickly now i, I got to get i got to get to your vocals i mean you have this range this diversity like i don't know how you do it i, I don't care how you do it it's some, it's absolutely amazing but your <laughs> your your influences maria like do, what what do you have what what do you think about when i ask you what were your personal influences to sing the way you do because, I mean, yeah, you've been compared to other artists that are, you know, have that vocal range, but I feel like no one's doing it the way you're doing it, because it, it like when I hear it, it's like almost like in a trance with this entire album. Oh, anyway, I'll stop talking thanks. because I will <laughs> be stop myself. But yeah, uh, influence, I, I do want to know about that.
0: Yeah, that's also interesting because I've been singing for a long time. I think I seriously started when I was 12 of karaoke at home and my my biggest influences when i was a child or like a young teenager were christina aguilera and um ever levine actually back then later on also hayley williams of course joined and um a few other like flyleaf lacy storm she's cool, yeah. um and all that stuff even evanescence of amy lee but yeah a lot of pop singers as well also jesse J, I just really adore the way they sing and i always loved good singers. I'm like, I have like, I love good singers. Um. Also one before we um, started the band, I listened a lot to the back then called Slaves and Emma Rosa. So mm-hmm. I also really like Johnny Craig and his voice. I think it was one of the first voices that was unique to me and these are like really unique to me and pointed out in this scene because he mixed um, R&B kind of solely voices with hard rock voices or he, he he had this voice that had both included Yeah, and that was a big inspiration to me because I never knew I loved both worlds like pop music R&B sounds like Rihanna whatever with all the runs but I also really liked like Linkin Park style uh, Chester Bennington 30 Things to Mars uh, all these heavy voices and I wanted to combine it as well and I didn't know any female vocalist back then who did that, who was like heavy, but also kind of solely and not too straight. And then I wanted to be the voice that I would like to listen to and try to work on it, improve it. And yeah, now that's what it is, <laughs> what it sounds like.
1: So you were you self-taught? Did you just teach yourself to sing the way you do? Did you, I mean, lessons mm. or was it, it was just, it just, like. You could also no, it, even say no. it was just meant to be, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um it was mostly self-taught. So when I was I don't know for how many years I was singing uh, until I got one I got uh, lessons for one year because mm-hmm. I was studying music and my main main class was singing. So the focus of the study course was vocals. And therefore I had vocal hours every week. And, but I was only starting to study when I was 20 or 21. And until that point, I wasn't singing in bands my entire life already. I was screaming already. And, um, but this, this school I was at for this one and a half years or two years, I don't know. I don't even remember. (laughs) I, that was the finishing touch for my voice. And that's when I learned how to use it better or learned a few techniques that really, really put me to the next level with my voice. And from that on, from what I learned, I kept learning myself. So I'm now tomorrow. I turn 25 and, um, towards your birthday.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Happy birthday, Maria. I did not know that
0: <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow. But yeah, that's, all, that's <laughs> awesome.
1: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know. It's crazy. So much <laughs> at once, so much at once. And, um, Yeah, I I, I quit studying when I was like 22 or something. And from that point on, I kept learning. All the screams were taught by myself. And I also tried to improve my clean singing, my mixed voice, my range. I made it even higher. So it's a combination of both. Mostly self-taught, one-year lessons, and then self-taught again.
1: Man, uh, just adding to the excitement. You got a a new release. You got a birthday coming up. It's... uh, Again, I don't mean it sounds like a broken record. Obviously, you know, take it all in. You know, with with what's been happening with Future Palace, and and I love that you shared about everything about your your influences. You know, in the, how you self taught and you got the lessons you needed. And I feel like you you found your groove, Maria. You know, with with your style, the way you sing, and I and again, the range is absolutely amazing from top to bottom on this album. You know, and I mentioned 2018. You know, we talked about the inception of the band. And again, it's been a few years, but I want to touch on that touring life and the live music experience for you personally. You know, we talked about that tour, those shows with Anna's Okay, those headline Mm -hmm. shows. I know you have a tour coming up with Battle Beast. I believe that's right around the corner. Would Uh you say, you know, considering again, what's happened with these last two years, 24 months, really, maybe longer than that. But would Mm -hmm. you say you have a newfound appreciation of the live music experience now, considering what has happened. I know I do. I mean, I just yeah. covered a festival this past weekend. and I, I didn't know what to do with myself because it was so <laughs> many things happening at once. And it was just really overwhelming, but in a good way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, overwhelming in a good way is a good sentence. Uh, that would sum it up. <laughs> um, the, the funny thing is that was my first ever tour, like my real tour. We had one tour with flash forward in March, 2020, I think right before the pandemic started, that was my first ever tour ever as a musician. I never toured before. We just did a few gigs always with my old band. So that was my first experience and then COVID happened. So I was really, 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 really excited to play shows again. I was learning and improving my voice for two years and I was just dying to be on stage again. Really, I was just thirsty for the stage. I was like crazy. And um, it was really, really beautiful and it felt Like life can be different. It was honestly like a completely different life. It almost felt like hopeless at at some point writing Mm -hmm. and never receiving feedback. But then the first three, two shows were so energy loaded and amazing that life felt like it has a point again, like it makes sense, like people hear us. I felt like alive again. I don't know. It sounds so dramatic, but I really, really felt alive again. And I had a completely different life suddenly. Like these past two months, it was completely different. I have to say, it was really, really, um uh, how do you say? It was hard to do. It was fun, but it was really, really hard because the past two years you were mostly home. Yeah, yeah. I was mostly home, and then suddenly I was on a uh, the first tour. We drove like hours with a bus, and then hotel. and The next show, da da da. And then I'm also. We also have part time jobs on the side, or like even full time. Some yeah, of us. Yeah, of course. And I ha- suddenly had to put this thing extra in my life because I can't live from it yet, but we want to. But um, so it was a lot of stuff happening at once. And um, so kind of stressful, but still beautiful. And then with NSOK, we even went into the Nightliner and slept there. That was my first time ever. And I really had to adapt to this new life. And my voice also quickly or all of our voices uh, Chris had a, um infection of his vocal cords. I had an oh, no. infection of my larynx or larynx. I don't know what yeah, it's pronounced. Yeah, larynx, yeah. Yeah, I went to the doctor, and I, I think even the Set Yourself singer had, like, pain in her throat because we hardly – that's what the doctor said. You hardly speak in these past two years or way less than the years before, and then doing something like this suddenly is really hard for the vocals because – It is like sports, like you suddenly do so much sports before, I don't know, being in a wheelchair for the past two years. It's Mm. pretty much almost similar to this. Yeah. But yeah, that was interesting for me to see because I've never had anything with this with my voice. I've never experienced having no voice, but we made it work. Uh, I got like some medicine and stuff and it worked. But all in all, it was like exhausting, but beautiful and worth it. It was absolutely every second was worth it. and. Yes, as I said, still didn't have time to seek it, like get it in, but I I just feel like I have a new motivation. It helped me so much, maybe without even noticing it right now, but I feel like it filled up something in my heart or um, that I didn't even know was empty. And yeah, that's how it feels right now. I feel like really like I had a big hug.
1: (laughs) You know, Maria, uh, everything you're telling me, I know the last thing we want to do here is go back to the dreaded 2020, right? Because Mm -hmm. But I feel like that was a big part about who you are today as well. You know, it, I, mm-hmm. I know I learned a lot about myself, but, you know, staying busy during the pandemic is an important thing. Aside yeah. from from the music, you know, I, I, I want to know about this. Did that time open up new things for you that you may not have discovered before about yourself? That's something that doesn't involve music, something mm-hmm. that you can take with you going forward. Does anything yeah. stand out?
0: Yes, absolutely. I think that might have happened to a few people, but because there was no distraction available. Um, and I'm an extroverted person, so I get my energy from meeting people I love or meeting new people and experiencing the things, traveling and stuff like that. Um, that was all gone and I was like stuck in my life, which wasn't nice at that point. I was, my job that I was doing back then was only to get some money for my band. And as I was not having any good rewar- rewards with the band, like doing gigs anymore, it felt like I was completely stuck in a really, yeah, that's what Heads Up is about in this shitty situation. Uh, I was in this, yeah, in this job I didn't like. And suddenly everything felt like I was locked, like I, nothing, like my life was not getting forward. And, um, yeah, i just noticed how i really felt because there was no distraction and it got me to a really low point of feeling everything that i maybe haven't felt in these past years or maybe pushed away and um, it really crashed down i think early 2021 late 2020 i got like really bad depression and um, that's a sad note but it helped me or it made me notice that i na- need a break and i started therapy finally after like first time in my life and i started working on my past and started working on the present as well and uh, i improved and changed my life in this time i i changed a lot i got a new job and i moved and um did many things and worked so much and now i'm in therapy for like uh one year yeah. and um it really 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 helped me also for this life like for these life gigs now i'm so more so much more stable so much more myself and it's not like pushing away all these things. I started working on it and got more healthy, I would say. And I wanted to do it because now I feel like I can go even more uh, with my goal. I can have more power and I don't have to be afraid of myself that much anymore. And that's what this pandemic did to me, I think, because everything shut down. I was just like focused with myself or on myself. And yeah, I'm, I'm really thankful actually that I have, even though it was not easy. But it is so important to reflect on yourself and your past and feel what you really feel uh,
1: yeah, first that's... off, first off I, I want to thank you for sharing that because it's not easy mm-hmm. to share something like that you know mm-hmm. to be open and and to uh, talk about your experiences you know going on un- with the with the with those with everything you've you've seen everything you've felt you know you were able to actually just uh, do it in such a how do I say it, such a constructive way where you were able to come out the other end victorious and you're still learning more exactly. about yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I'm no victim to, I'm, I'm no, I'm no stranger to that, but I'm, I'm a victim mm-hmm. to all everything that you just talked about, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I can relate to that on a personal level. So I really appreciate that. You kind of also kind of describe what I was going through during the pandemic, because oh. I, you know, obviously, you know, we're, we love this music and we're connecting over this music and it, it was just taken away from us yeah. just in a, in, you know, in an instant. And, Mm-hmm. The first couple of months were great, right? I was able to catch up on shit that I didn't <laughs> was I was left yeah. it all behind. And then after like June hit, then July hit, and it's like okay, it mm-hmm. starts to really sink in, and your mind starts to play tricks with you, and you don't know what to do. You fall exactly. That trap. Um, you don't know
0: when it ends. That was the worst thing, I think.
1: You don't know when it ends, and and, and that's why, plan. and that's what I was feeling like this entire week. And like, what do I? Like, I'm looking around. There's hundreds of people around me. They're live. Like, we're everyone is back doing what they love to do and it was just you know i'm even taking this moment i'm, I'm trying I'm yes. i've giving, been giving, giving you this moment to like take it all i'm even now take, taking this moment as well because yes think it's, let's take it together it's, because, it's, because it's, we are all important yeah
0: it's a worldwide thing we were all like suffering from it on some com- different levels maybe but yeah. it is a worldwide thing
1: And technically it's still going on too i mean yeah, yeah. we're on the brighter side of it but we still got to still mm-hmm. got a, a little bit ways to go but um now let's get to let's get to uh your new album all right let's get to run because mm-hmm. this is this drops right around the corner we talk about everything let's talk about the album drops on the rising mm-hmm. empire uh on june 10th now a rising empire maria this makes mm-hmm. you label mates alongside i mentioned and is okay but landmarks uh the mm-hmm. city is ours venues we've had all those bands on our show by the way shout out to all those bands Oh, cool! but what's the feeling like i mean kicking off this new chapter of the band with the label like a rising empire kind of just being with you during this entire time
0: um i mean they've been with us f- with after a like third song so it feels really familiar yeah. with them now we've been they kind of h- gave us their hands into this world um we made an, our first album because of them because we weren't planning an album also, yeah, we also did the second album because of them, because maybe we would have done EPs or whatever or kept on going with singles. So of course, they're a big part of uh, because we're doing this album. And um, it feels really cool to see how they're growing and how the bands they have signed are growing as well. And it also motivates us. And it's so cool to see to be part of so many nice artists and have our music videos out on this channel. And it's, I think it's getting better and better uh, also for them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it just feels familiar at this point. We still haven't met each other in person yet, which is what I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sad about that because- That's we were pretty touring. amazing, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, maybe we, we will probably at some point, but um, yeah, they've been together with us. They're really open, so they don't really do any borders creative-wise. They We still do almost everything. They don't say anything about our album, how we should write or how it should look, nothing like that. They give us the freedom, but they support us as well, which I really enjoy. Because I love having freedom in art. I think art is yeah, freedom. Exactly. The best art is free. And um, that is, Run is completely free. There is nothing anyone told us. We just did it. And they supported us. So that's really, really cool. And I'm really excited how people will like it. Because it is completely us.
1: What you just told me, Maria, is mm-hmm. along the same lines is what Mikey from this, uh, The City is Ours told me. Uh, mm-hmm. What Robin from Venues told me. Mm. Uh, like and and uh uh, nicholas from landmarks those three Mm -hmm. individuals from those bands along the same lines what you just told me what does that say that shows how how much a rising empire really cares for their artists so shout out to them because yeah giving you the freedom to express your art the way you wanted to that's really important right because Mm -hmm. uh um, and i can tell you have a passion for it because you're you're talking more and more. That's a good thing. I'm making you talk a lot. You're going to lose your voice yeah. after this. Both of us will. Now, the tour is over. I can't. <laughs> right. The, everything's <laughs> over. We're going to take a break <laughs> up, up until then. Now, I think I mentioned the second album. Before we get into the fundamentals of this mind trip of a record, uh, this is also the follow up to 2020's debut album, Escape, debut album, right? Which I went mm-hmm. back and heard that. Okay. Uh, great, great album from top to bottom. I felt like these two albums, Thanks. Run and Escape, like the titles, like they, like they kind of intermittent mm-hmm. with intermittent with one another. They exactly. the sound also uh, because they I felt like they complement each other well. I don't know if that was intentional, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I actually listened to them back to back, and I was like, "Oh, cool! Holy shit, this could be like this should be if you guys do like a long set, like you could you could do something like that." And
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, there's a reason why that album. Has since, I believe, and still counting, accumulated several million a million streams across multiple platforms. I mean, mm-hmm. here's the thing. I, I know I'm building this up here, but here you are, you know, new year, new mm-hmm. album, new chapter for the band, like I mentioned. Pressure. Maria, was there any such thing as pressure for you for when you decided to sit down and write again for a new album or even just a follow-up? Considering you got that debut album out the way, right? Was it more like, okay we got the debut album out of the way now we can do whatever the fuck we want you know now it's like because what do we hear a lot it's that sophomore slump right did that ever mm-hmm. creep into your head or it's like you know we're we now know what we want to do or something like that you know
0: yeah i mean escape was our first ever experience writing together so we just we just got to know each other we just started writing songs and we just built our style and then after that, so Escape, and they do, build, both of them interact with each other story-wise and with oh, the title, awesome. okay. Escape, Run, Run is like the older sister. But yeah, if you first Escape, and that's what Escape is about, Escape, these toxic relationships, Escape, your crappy past, whatever, Um, and Escape is still written. Most of the songs were written when I was still in these situations. A lot of songs were about like toxic relationships I've been Mm -hmm. in. And then Run is more about and written in the time when I already left these situations, I was out of it, and then The Aftermath hit. That's what this new album is about, but they totally both interact with each other. And also sound-wise, that was intentional in some points because we still wanted to have this sound that we just introduced the world like we introduced future palace with um yeah we didn't want to be a completely different band we still have like a few sounds that are similar and um i think there was no pressure for me personally i was just more hyped to do even crazier stuff to go bigger and bigger and do what i love and do th- songs that i enjoy listen to i was just ready to become a new version of Future Palace already. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Because uh, before F- Run was, um, we had a, like nine months or something between we wrote and recorded one and when it was uh, published. And at that time I was already completely having a new image for Future Palace and had new ideas. And I was just excited to write these songs. I was just excited and ready and had my ideas already and just wanted to make it happen and get these new songs started and show people what we can also do that. We can go heavier that we have so much more in our repertoire than shown in escape already, but escape was just the start for us. And then run is now what we are also able to do and we will go crazier and crazier each album. I hope
1: (laughs) I got to ask this question. Escape Mm -hmm. was released during the pandemic. Did you ever get that feeling that the album didn't feel complete because you didn't get a chance to present to the fans?
0: Yeah. um, We had an escape tour planned. I think it was postponed two times or so. Hmm. And um, of course, it felt really, really empty. There were some songs we never played live, I think. Some songs were never played live or maybe a few times or before they were published or so. And yeah, it totally feels like um, it was like shot in the blue. I don't know. It was like shot into nowhere almost i mean it reached people illusionist hit one million streams while we were on tour and we we're like whoa that's cool yeah that's really cool that's
1: amazing actually <laughs> yes um not surprised yeah. though
0: <laughs> thanks <laughs> but still yeah it feels a little i think it deserved a little more attention maybe than than it did but hmm. of course that's that is not something we were able to influence. Uh, we were able, not able to influence how many people are going to see it live. But we still took a lot of songs of Escape and played them for our first headline tour. We still played, I think, one or two or three songs with NSOK on the tour. Uh, we did Illusionist. Actually, we did so many new songs because we just released so many. Um, but yeah, no, on our headline tour, we still took a few songs from Escape that we were really hyped to play. And they deserve this stage time, right? Yeah, it kind of felt like, you know, like out and then gone.
1: Yeah. Now, hear me out, okay? Um, If if there's a drink around here, just have a sip because I I, I'm gonna my my head's gonna explode if I don't get this out there because (laughs) because (laughs) you guys have been the fans, right? The the media, like all that stuff, like Future Palace from when you guys started to where you are now. You guys have been compared to bands like. Spirit Box, Bring Me the Horizon, Holding Absence. Here's the thing. You guys stand out from that crowd, okay? Oh. That's... This is from my perspective. And mm-hmm. I feel like that, that you know, that metalcore, post-hardcore box can get a little convoluted. A lot of the bands trying to make a name for themselves coming into this. It gets roomy. There's not a lot of room in there. But you mm-hmm. guys are standing out. There's, uh, I mean, everything we just talked about, there's no mistake why you guys are where you're at. And, and, and again, mm-hmm. I'm looking for this album to drop the sounds of metalcore atmospheric metalcore you, you guys even have some of these these trap elements mixed with post-hardcore even some emo dare I might add I yeah. listened to a lot of emo bands this past weekend so same. so I I'm, I'm it, it kind of just leveled within that same mind frame when I was listening to those bands and I was like huh mm-hmm. the, the, the same the compositions within your songs all three of you you and Manuel and Johannes It really went above and beyond on this album, you know, from songs like Paradise to Flames to and Sleep Tight. I thought it was a perfect. I Mm. think that's my favorite track because it was placed perfectly in the middle of the album. It was a Mm -hmm. nice break in between the action. Again, I don't know if that was intentional. Um, Yeah. To Wounds and all the way to Fever. There were so many like twists and turns on this album. Mm -hmm. You know how you when you watch a movie, you want to you go back and. Like you watch it again and you miss something the first time around. Mm -hmm. That's that's the same thing I felt with this album. I was like, oh, wow, that, you know, this song was like, I didn't hear it the same way the last time, you know, that's what I felt. I love it when albums make me go back and have that.
0: That's amazing.
1: Run did that. But walk me through this. Again, I'm building this up. But Mm -hmm. how much did things change from when you first started composing on Run to where you ended up finishing it? Did a lot change in between? Did nothing change? Or did you already have? a specific sound in mind from day
0: one? Um, That's interesting. I mean, from not from day one. Uh, not that much changed, actually. This time, the songs stayed really similar to our demos. Mm-hmm. We just really, really pushed the, the sounds with the producers. And of course, a few lines changed here and there, a few chords changed here and there, and maybe also like structure-wise, but not as much as Escape. Uh, we, we got more confident, the songwriters, and a lot stayed the way we thought it w- would happen or we wanted it to happen. And I had a lot of things in mind already for the sound because I don't even know, I was listening a lot to Bring Me The Horizon or Nova Twins, but also Sleep Token and Sleep token. 21 Pilots, And uh, yeah, like many, many different <laughs> bands that really influenced me. And I also listen a lot to like rap things and I just kind of already had a vision in my head. And I think Manuel also did. With writing a few songs and we just did what we wanted to and we always love having these synth 80 influences because we're just into that stuff and um, same <laughs> that's, we just mixed all of it together and made it work and yeah it is uh, at the end we were really excited and interested as ourselves what we just did because we didn't have a plan really we just had we wanted to do things we, we like really wanted to do it but we didn't have a plan or anything we weren't like let's do a metal album that's never happened that's never what we said we just said let's do this new album it's supposed to be different let's add new elements and make it nice make it the way we want it to hmm
1: sorry I was gonna say freedom oh, to okay. express your art <laughs> we just mentioned that right
0: exactly <laughs> because we had so much freedom we we used the freedom we had and um also emo that's interesting I we just love listening to emo and maybe we could Or one thing I want to try to do is like do modern emo if that's a thing maybe that's kind of take emo and make it 2022 kind of yeah i feel like
1: it it was it was on its rise like towards the end of 99 and then midway 2000s and it just kind of dropped off mm -hmm. and i feel like bands are coming up back with this sound again so i yeah i'm glad i noticed that you know what's interesting
0: is the age gap between the band members or me the band members and the producer might be reason of the sound might be a reason of the sound because i am hmm. turning 25 so i'm like generation z al- almost you know like i'm like i'm like in the in-between age of i think millennials and generation z and okay. then manuel and johannes they're uh, 30 mid 30 even and our producer also like 36 of both so they were all right in the emo time they were right yeah. in there blooming up did all their bands back then already and i listened to all the emo things but also to this entire new music and we both like the same things but also know different things and we hold our hands together and build something new because there's like 11 years between us so a lot of influences experience...
1: though you know that, that's, yeah that's they... like, and, and I'm 33 so I grew up in that mm-hmm. I feel like that same time frame when uh, Manuel and Johannes were yeah so it's uh, I love that it really shows a lot of diversity between yeah. um, the the musicians in the band but also what they've learned what they've taken mm-hmm. in and their experience. And they kind of just feed into the creativity within future palace. I yeah. feel like it's even in the name future palace. You guys are always like, <laughs> yes, you know,
0: we, like we want to do new things. Yeah. Like a, a,
1: a re-evolutionize the music. I also wonder in what order do you come in on the final draft process of the production? Cause you're a vocalist. How does that mm-hmm. work out? Do you go first? Do they go first? And then how does the song structure work out as far as that is concerned?
0: Oh, you mean recording-wise, so also yeah, yeah, wise.
1: Yeah, D- uh, recording-wise, because I do want to get into the production side of things, because I think that's also important. So Okay,
0: yeah. So um, this time, I'm starting with the demos for this, because mm-hmm. we did the demos ourselves. Manuel did m- mostly the instrumentals. Then we checked on the instrumentals of anything needs to be changed. I would say change the key of the song, change the chorus of the song, and then I can do vocals on it. Or maybe I try to do vocals on it and I'm like, oh, the song is too low. I need more energy and da da da. And then we changed that. And then we didn't meet once for this album writing, wow. just for recording, for recording in the okay, studio. Oh, okay, we've been okay. there. Yeah. We've been there, but for the demos, we didn't meet. And I did all them with this microphone here. I just bought it back then. I just finally had money to buy this. And I was like, Hey, this is a good microphone for screams. I'm going to try this randomly. And, um, I recorded all the vocals at home. I did all the pre production at home for the demos. Um, wow! So the sounds I was already doing for flames. I was trying to build this really funny sound with. Um, that is now in the final song. Uh, I don't know this. My heart beats in the fast. Yeah, beat. yeah. It's like <laughs> this weird, this weird, uh, creepy voice. Yeah. And I pre built this at home. Really, really. It was really amateur. It was. It sounded really funny. I did like a thousand um, layers with like high-pitched, distorted voices. I just put in any plugin I, I found that sounds creepy, and I did like whispers, and I pre-di- pre-did pre that with the idea to kind of explain the producer better what I want. Um, It didn't sound that awesome, but I tried to kind of improve production-wise, learn a few things to make it sound somehow somewhat presentable. And that's when I think the production already started, because I had way more on my mind than for ESCAPE, because with ESCAPE we met together, we recorded in the rehearsal room, the production level was really not that great, and we improved also like production-wise. I I wouldn't call myself producer at all, but I improved and um, I was able to translate what I want better this time. And that's how we went into the studio, so he already had a few ideas sound-wise, how I wanted it, I already put my vocals in a way that I want, I did harmonies already, I did like a cannon at Flames already and all that stuff. And um, then we worked with that. I think Flames stayed a lot like the way the demo sounded. It just now sounds Uh better. And um, then in the studio, everything was almost pre-made. We switched the guitars in some songs and the bass we played in the bass. Emmanuel played the bass for the first time, real bass. Yeah. And changed the sounds, of course. And then the last part were the vocals. And yeah, we took our time for that. I was really making sure that everything sounds the way that I would love to. And I wanted the screams to sound really, really brutal and had a few ideas for sounds. And yeah, we just both worked on the sound together.
1: I feel like you're reading my mind because I, I I was really? going to mention <laughs> it. You had a matured sound from Escape also. A great album also, Escape, but, but Run, holy shit. And uh, your screams were absolutely brutal. Do you ever Thank fall you. into that trap? So I come from a family of musicians. Okay, so my mom's a singer. Uh, Both of my Mm -hmm. brothers are drummers, Um, but it's like, do you ever fall into the trap where you go back and listen to the way you sing and you're like, shoot, I should have done it this way or yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And I wonder, (laughs) and I also wonder if, because you said that when you actually go on the stage, do you change it up? I was, oh, you're reading my mind because I was about to say, uh, I was about to
0: call, yeah, say. or take a reference for the tour because I think uh, there are a few parts that I think are still cool but it is different to see us live it is different to see us live and I am glad that some people said that it does completely um, that it's just as good as the studio version but most people said which is really nice to me that it was better because there were more emotions involved it was way more emotional life and that's what's really important to me because these songs are emotional and of course studio versions are always polished and I think you need to really see the songs live to really understand their message. Um, I mean we try to make it work as much as we could um, but I think it's still different live because I really put in all I have to yeah, convey the emotion and um completely does life so, i mean okay in some days my voice is not the best state and that makes me pretty sad and it, it happened a few shows that mm. i had to sing a little lower maybe here and there or my voice would just break but yeah the, the last shows we did i think they were pretty cool and i was able to do and give what i wanted to do and that is way more emotional than is a i think a studio can pick up because there's always perfection with studio. There's no wrong note, there's nothing. And uh, that is different life because I don't even use auto-tune life. I just, and I have my really shitty SM58. Everyone was laughing at me. Um, I didn't even change my mic cap for, I didn't know that's a thing. I didn't know that's a thing. So the first shows, like first weeks, I had my old mic cap. I have this mic since I'm like 20 or 19. And I never changed it. That's kind of disgusting. I didn't know it's a thing. And <laughs> it sounded sort of like it sounded like this. And um, everyone else had nice microphones. And I'm like, Oh, you ha- you're supposed to change that? And then I bought a new thing and it sounded better. And now I know okay, maybe I need to get a new microphone and stuff. But it's really rock and roll. It was really pure and raw. And but I think that's that's the magic of it. That's that's the personal touch of the songs. I, absolutely, and I
1: think Yeah. I don't I, love I, I, didn't interrupt you. I was the, like, I yeah. love that story. I'm glad you showed yeah.
0: that yeah no totally fine and you can talk absolutely no, fine it,
1: it was uh, so i i had a as you're talking so i had i had bronchitis like a couple of weeks ago and i had a couple interviews scheduled dude it was bad like i could like i still did the interview i don't know what i was thinking oh. i train- i just douse. i don't know if you do this um so like i said my like not only are we all singers we not musicians we also sing but in my family but I just doused like honey, like just (laughs) drank like at least a third of a bottle before I did my Uh, interview. I don't know if you did anything like that ever in your life, uh, but I've heard that helps. That does help uh, um, with singers. So if if that does happen, just have like a bottle of a couple of them, just have them handy. But it really soothes your throat. But uh, it was just okay.
0: like. <laughs> oh man, I did everything on this tour. I have something like this here right now. Actually, right next to oh, me. Oh, is that the? Yeah, you spray it um, on your um your yeah. throat, and that, okay. I have this. That's what I was taking while we were talking right now. Gillow okay. Revoice. I even bought this in another country. Uh, I was like, I need this. And then I'm in duty. do tea. I have an inhalator. I don't know if that's what it's called. Oh, is it like um, a you put it over your... Yeah, yeah. This You oh. inhale like um, salt. And I also got medicine because I went to a doctor. I got like cortisone. I don't know what the English word is. It's like... Yeah. Okay. I don't know what it is. But I did everything I could. And I didn't even drink alcohol. And I have like many, many like um, little... How do you call it? like bum? Yeah, like yeah, things you like just lozenges, you just,
1: or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Everything. I did everything yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> my, exactly. My 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 bathroom, my sink, that my bathroom is just like even still, it's like filled with all these like like uh NyQuil, <laughs> like medicine cups, and it's just like I need to move it out of there. Obviously, I'm looking at yeah. it right now, but it's just. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and like, I I'm- did. yeah
0: i started doing a larynx massage before a gig and that helped me i didn't Mm -hmm. know that's a thing i i just i was starting to google things because my voice was gone and um i found this massage and i just did everything honestly i did everything i didn't even go to the merch after the shows shows to rest my voice and it helped i'm still here i still have a voice yeah and yeah i was able to perform yesterday and i didn't sing anything lower than um yeah than
1: now uh, uh i also want to give a shout out to julian bruecker i don't know if, if i'm Jul- uh,
0: julian bruecker julian yes. yeah sorry i'm so sorry awesome. julian, i'm so sorry uh shout Hello. out to him
1: and uh yes. of course chris from Anne is okay because yes i feel like they have to be i know they have to be mentioned because Absolutely. producing mixing and mastering they took a big part on making the yeah. sound of future palettes come to life by the way somebody's calling me right now and oh. it's so funny who it is because it's that the other hardcore band i interviewed capra with the hot ah, wings. That's so uh-huh. funny because I'm talking to you right now. But okay. uh, anyway, <laughs> no, oh, you're fine. Wow, you're fine. Creepy. It was so funny. <laughs> I just saw my phone. Crazy. Anyway, okay. uh, but but Julian and Chris, talk about them for a minute here, Maria, because mm-hmm. I'm sure it gave you a sense of comfortability building the studio for you and knowing you had someone like them working on run with you, right?
0: exactly because we were already working uh on escape with them we knew them we knew how they worked uh we did a lot more songs with julian than we were expecting we -hmm. did i think six songs with him and then the other songs with chris so therefore they both have different touches all the songs and different vibes and different work styles we work really differently um, but they did a lot of things. Of course, they have many ideas. They're great at what they do. They're honestly great at what they do. Julian had the idea for the vocal line of "Hats Up," for example. Um, we did it really funny because he went over to the other side and he just randomly started shouting like um, German soccer teams, um, and he was totally surprising us with this. He was not doing anything serious. He was like Schalke, Fußball, and then we were like just laughing our ass off, and then we started working on the rights vocal line but that set the mood for the song we were like really really funny and happy with him and um had a few great ideas and he also does does a lot of um german music with other Mm -hmm. artists and so he has different influences he's also really modern and can build a lot electric parts really well which you can hear in a world in World in Tears, for example, he did that. That was his idea with the electronic wow. breakdown. And we're like, whoa, that's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Let's leave it in there. Um, so, yeah, they did a lot of things. And um, let me think, I kind of rebuilt the entire bridge of paradise together with Chris almost alone with vocals. And he had this idea to. Yeah, do this breakdown because there was something different in the beginning and he's like, no, let's change it. Let's remove the vocals that are there. Let's do something heavier. Let's do a breakdown. And they do have a big influence and changed up a few parts and improved them, I think. We also had a few discussions with them. like manuel and chris did uh, discussing yeah is this chord better it was one chord they were discussing about i don't remember what song it was but i was sitting there like oh my god it's just one chord and they were discussing no this now sounds too much like old school emo we want this to be more modern and he's like no but that's awesome old school you just sleep tight um not sure not sure if that was the song Wombs. i don't uh i think it was wounds but i'm not quite i really don't remember sadly but it was one song and we we kept it the way we wanted it sometimes we did that more this time that we also kept things the way we wanted to because mostly we were listening to chris because we're like your experience we believe you and we believe in you and and your professional knowledge Um, but this time we also kind of fought a few ideas through that we wanted and made it work together but yeah, we also discussed yeah. at some points. Is this what we want? Is this what we want? This sounds better. This sounds better. Yeah, see what I'm yeah. saying? I
1: feel like I know more about you guys. <laughs> you yeah, like
0: but they yeah, but they really, really, really want to make the songs good. There was never a point where they're like, ah, okay, do whatever you want. If that's what you want, we'll make it work. They were really emotional about parts and like, no, let's really try this. This is really going to step up the game for mm-hmm. the song. And that's nice to see that people are passionate about working on the songs with us. It's, it wasn't a oh let's do this and get some money it was really a let's make awesome songs together and now, that's what i really enjoy with them yeah
1: yeah uh your music video for heads up <laughs> and <laughs> uh and the, uh, the sandpit i heard mm-hmm. and i saw the behind the scenes went, and if anyone who hasn't seen it go check it out because there was a storm i believe it came on mm-hmm. it was like a monsoon were you there when it rained like it was like what like describe to me like what happened like it was just it was insane. I saw the music video. I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. guys!" Like <laughs> it was, it felt like it'd be so hard to. You were already there. Was already a clip in that music video where you're like, it was. It dealt with the lyric because you were climbing up the sand pit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that one clip. I love that part. Uh, but it was oh, just, thanks. just the way that was. I'm glad you guys made it out there. Like mm-hmm. made it out of that entire thing. Yeah, we were
0: stuck in the sand when we drove back. We had to push the car. I don't know. It was just so funny because this entire music video uh, experience for paradise flames and hats up it was a pain in the ass it was nice but it was a pain in the ass because we shot uh these three videos in four days yeah that is oh my insane gosh. on its own and um oh my i think four or five days but i think four days uh, because, the, oh God, ugh. And then we started with hats up, starting outdoors. We thought outdoors is always risky. And we do sand pits We, we, we record in a sand pit. So that's risky also. And then, of course, it starts raining. We couldn't even start. It starts raining and raining. And, and I remember Pavel was laughing and recording. He's like, oh, this is like crazy. He's like, "Ha, oh, this is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm like, yup. And, uh, it kind of worked. We like as soon as it stopped raining, we were running, running and put building everything up and just started doing a shot. And it was really, really stressful, but we made it work. And a funny thing is because that's what it was so funny. The song was so iconic for this day because it was like, we got to keep our heads exactly. up in this crappy situation. <laughs> and we were laughing about this the entire day because the song was just perfect for the day because. We just had to keep going we had to keep going and i think that might have added to the performance because we were all like really completely done with our lives but still kept going and kept our heads up and
1: i feel i feel like it really adds the it really does add to the meaning of that song too so now now looking back that's a really cool i i mean obviously the storm sucked but at at the Mm -hmm. end it, it really overall even even you know taught a lesson and then it even like rounded up to be one of the most memorable songs on the record man mm. your music videos maria holy shit like I, really that short amount of time like i'm mm-hmm. looking at your music videos they are absolutely amazing coming from a Thanks. cinematographer like myself oh, wow. um the the shot with the you're looking out of the paradise the the whatever that is like it's falling on your mm-hmm. face mm-hmm. uh it was just Cold, <laughs> was yeah it, was it were you trying not to laugh or were you just like trying to keep <laughs> still it's like all right let's go action <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah that was one a one shot so
0: i was okay. like i i think yeah i think i had the idea with the gold because i love i love having a c part where something changes and i think i think that was my idea with the gold i think i even have it and you guys oh, changed yeah, look at outfits. that <laughs> i have it right here i was doing the sketch and i was Dude, like it's like it a looks,
1: storyboard that is amazing
0: exactly i have a few here for all this they look horrible they look horrible but I still have them here. That's what I showed Pavel. It looks really funny, actually. That's for you all Save the songs. those. You
1: need to save those. Yes! Laminate them. Oh my! And that's I, like put that in like a band scrapbook or something like I that. Should. Included in like some kind of like run deluxe edition. Again, I'm just a fan. But if you guys do yeah. release something like that, I will buy it immediately. Um, oh, that's thanks. awesome. But but uh, that's how
0: casual this to me. It's just right here at my desk, like randomly here. And, 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 and
1: uh, that's awesome. And uh, uh, again, the the switching between the outfits and between the. Mm-hmm. in the middle of the songs I love the outfits like the, the thanks I really brought out the themes I'm really big fan of themes which bring me into my Save. next topic because I this is very important between writing and then structuring songs and that production process like we just talked about keep all this in mind as I'm asking you this the lyricism throughout mm-hmm. this album right the bulk of this explores the aftermath of like we mentioned briefly earlier talks to relationship and stunning and vulnerable way you know Mm, i'm no stranger to that you have a song like flames which that song looks back on your painful past Mm -hmm. you know and you have a song like defeating gravity uh, which is about wanting to defeat something that seems invincible you know and i think about when i hear songs like that i begin to think about the tangibles of a theme or a message to your music, either one or multiple. How important are themes to you? Maria, you can hear my voice breaking, but how important Mm. are themes to you, Maria? Is that a you know, is that a big component to songwriting for a band like Future Palace? And yeah. Themes. Loaded question, Um, I know, right? Yeah,
0: it's interesting. I love I love themes. I I love visualizing things. I love also like roses. That's one of the examples. I love having That's a, a theme too. for that. Yeah, I love having a theme that was like flowers or blooming or whatever. And then I do the entire song on that. I do the entire lyrics, playing with the yeah. words, blooming up, blah 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 blah, all that stuff, and taking the flowers a reference to myself and to an emotion and uh, defeating gravity as just as well yeah we i just use the topic and theme gravity and i love doing like symbolic things i love picturing things or painting things i also love drawing and painting and then I I love doing this in writing as well because I really want people to understand exactly what it feels like and when I use gravity, as you said, it's something you can't defeat, you can't defeat gravity, but that's what the song is about, you try and push yourself over and over again, even though you know you will always be falling back on the ground, but you're still pushing yourself up again and again and again and at some point you won't have the energy anymore. And that's what this entire song is about. Accepting your own limit and seeing everybody has their weaknesses. And that was the topic, but I wanted to make it presented in a way that everybody can understand and relate, even though Mm -hmm. they maybe have never experienced it. And if they have, that they can relate even more and finally maybe understand what they have been going through. And I love these themes. Also, Flames. I I just think about Flames. It's pretty basic, but that's what the emotion is like. Uh, Flames is a really aggressive song. It's not... It's not, it's vulnerable, but also it's like angry. My first time being angry at my past, being like, why have I go through, why did I have to go through all of this? Why? And I have been going through all of this. It was literally flames. It felt like going through flames. And therefore, I really love themes. Paradise as well. It's all, they're all themes. They were all in my head. I don't even know. (laughs) It's funny. It's like almost a different person when I talk about, but yeah, it's like. I it's, it's, but, but but here's the
1: thing: it may be a different person, but it's an extension of who you are. I want you to keep mm-hmm. that in mind. You know, it, it is about yeah. you, and it, it you know even even your band members. You know, Johannes and Manuel they took a part in all this. And mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking about the shot of you levitating in the air mm-hmm. backwards. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Those laughs> how how was how was that? Like they put you on like a harness, and you had to. I don't know how you did that. Like, I
0: mean, I even put myself on that harness. Camera,
1: all right. Like it's like I'm talking to the camera. I'm really yeah. looking the camera. All right, look directly. All right, go ahead. Like it was just how. I mean, you shot was, this like pretty quickly though, too. But it was just uh, like, do you remember that moment? Like looking nice. Yeah. All right, do you guys got the shot or what?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was really really annoying. Um, I had to figure <laughs> out how to kind of get the harness. We were all not experienced with things yeah, like I'm that. I'm laughing because
1: I was a floor director because I I used to like handle this stuff but anyway
0: so no we handled that stuff yeah we had to handle it ourselves and that was funny because there was no one professionally ever doing this with the flying part so uh peter our video producer just said maria go to a store where they climb mountains try to get a harness and maybe get someone who knows about that stuff and let you yeah let them tell you or teach you what to do <laughs> I'm like, okay so i was looking up uh, m- mountain climbing stores here in berlin And if they even rent harnesses and there was no store there was just one store after like hours of doing research that i found that would rent the harness and i'm like Mm. oh god finally and then i went there i'm like yeah so i want to kind of fly and i don't want to climb and i was trying to explain it to them And there was a guy that was really nice. He taught me how to do the knots and he we did it. We tried it in the store. I was flying in the store already. Like they they hung me up, and he's like, "Look, it's really safe. You can do whatever." I'm like, oh my god, what am I doing with my life? But yeah, I was in there like hanging. I'm like, "Yay, cool!"
1: is um, that yeah, so, you know, I was like, "Okay, yeah, this is okay. Get me down." I'm already
0: like, <laughs> I'm I'm just not even. You get. I don't I don't want to say numb, but you don't get like. um you don't get that feeling of like what the fuck is happening you're like yeah let's keep on going let's keep yeah. on going <laughs> it's like not nothing is surreal anymore no. um i mean i was standing in the forest dressed as a demon and i don't know what i did already in my life that i it just doesn't surprise me anymore <laughs> it's like
1: man uh I, that cover art i uh, i was gonna ask about the cover art what inspired uh, that like it was just uh i i didn't realize it was you i thought it was just man. a just someone that it was in the middle and i was like i zoom in i was like wait is that Maria and then yes and uh, everything that's like surrounding you I here's the thing I, I was I just watched like the first two episodes of a new stranger things it took me ah. back I don't know if you've seen that it's, it's oh
0: yeah of course I've watched it I remember it is kind of similar right she's also looking in the back isn't it she something like that it?
1: but if you watch the new the, there's a new the new seasons out right now and it's probably the Wait. scariest ever um, oh, I
0: think I have watched it, the new it, one. It
1: it feels like actual horror, but I, I was I just watched that episode and then um and then it took me back to that album art and Ooh. I feel like there was a I don't know if that was again if it was intentional, there was a sense of a horror element into your album art, you know? There was. And then it says run at the bottom, like it's like almost like instilling fear into I don't know whoever's yes. viewing it and It is. Um, Yes, I feel like we we need our own podcast at this point.
0: (laughs) We do. We (laughs) We could could talk talk so much. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. The album art. That's interesting. I had this vision already before we were even talking about Run. I had like a mood board with colors. I was thinking red, aggressive. I thought Escape was the first time ever for me talking about what I went through openly in public. And it was all kind of candy-coated like um, artistic wise or like visual wise, which I liked. I I thought that was kind of psycho and awesome to talk about things like this and then make them look pink and blue and, being kind of like the opposite of what it felt like, and I yeah. thought for a Run, we want to show what it feels like. Now we show how we are, how it actually feels like what I went through and escape. There was this. I have, like, let me show it here in my mirror. I don't know. There was this cage, and that was the 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 art for it. The cage, me being like locked away, me being locked in these situations. And, yeah, um, I'm and still up the, not feeling. I'm pulling yeah, up the, the album art
1: right now. Yeah. Uh, um.
0: I, I was in there, so you didn't really feel, or sometimes you don't feel what you really feel like when you're still in a situation. And then Run is supposed to show you what it actually felt like. So the the figure and the cover art is supposed to be something that escaped from this cage, from Escape. Hmm. Uh, I escaped it, I have these wings, um, I run, and I, I, my, my idea was I was running through a forest away, and um, the, we are in a building, we rented this uh, Meistersaal, it's called, that's actually a building where David Bowie did some recordings as well. It's really insane, wow. really crazy Holy building. Shit. Yeah, so I was in this building in this room that so- that looks really amazing in real life, and I was like, "Let's make it look like something grew on top of it." And I'm leaving the room, so I wanted to- people to show that I'm running away from something. I'm leaving yeah. the situation. I'm going out into nature, pretty much, and that's what this album art is supposed to show. Like I'm looking away from my past. And going straight into freedom and i've been through a fight and i have bruises and i have scratches uh but i still have my wings and i i will keep going and that's kind of the idea it was and it is me and it's supposed to be creepy and it's supposed to show what it really feels like to go through something like this
1: i'm almost getting like the shining vibes because there's like three Mm. chandeliers i'm seeing there's like a design on the top of the ceiling in a specific Mm. way too and there's like these three I love, I'll, it's just, it's art. <laughs> I'm looking Thanks. at and yeah. you're walking on like grass and it, w- mm-hmm. it's, it looks like, um, yeah. The plants
0: are also supposed to give hope again. It's not complete horror. It's always with us. It's not always now, complete horror and you know.
1: Another thing I love, I don't know if you can see it. Mm-hmm. This here, this shot. Mm-hmm. Flames, yeah, I mean, the
0: flames single.
1: Shout out to like, like your your directors, photographers, the videographers, Mm -hmm. like they took a big part in all this. And yes, um, it really brings the, I feel like the, I think we're back on the subject of things, but it really brings it to life. Like this Mm -hmm, may be mm -hmm. my favorite shot of you right here. Oh, thanks. Yes. You don't, you don't even see like your eyes go black. Exactly. And it's just, Oh, anyway um yes again i went to really fil- amazing I, I th- th- people. this is my this is the film student in me coming out so i <laughs> yeah I, I lived in la for like three uh three years and uh i went to film school out there so and i learned a lot about getting lighting and shooting and um, yeah anyway. that's interesting
0: <laughs> because actually i'm not sure if that's even interesting but i studied media design for one semester and that was all about awesome. um photography i learned a lot about lighting and photography and build co- uh, photo composition and i did arts a lot i so i was planning to study arts for music and when i did my a levels or it's not really college it's hard to explain what it is High high school focused on arts i had like um a lot of a lot of a lot of art class in high school, when you say it like this. I did drawing, I did oil painting, um photography, uh learned about contrast and all that stuff. So similar <laughs> to what you every, said every, yeah. Everything we've
1: done is the same. I've done art. Like yes! yeah <laughs> I did art in middle school and high school. I don't know. And I yes. I, I stopped in college because I was focusing more on the music aspect, but I I'm left are you left-handed?
0: I'm right-handed, uh, if you were, I if used you were, to be I'm, left-handed. If you were uh, left I'm
1: left-handed. Yeah. So if you're left-handed, uh, that we, <laughs> we would end it right there. That would just be too, too crazy. But Maria um, we're approaching the last part of our interview, but you know, mm. I know mean, we've covered a good amount of ground. I mean, I thank you so much for sharing about who, you know, who you are really and what yeah. future palace is all about. I mean, I, I hope we can do this again. This, I hope yes. we can do this in person when you're here in the States, you're here in Dallas, yes. you're in Texas, you know, awesome. um, by the way, um, as I end this here, the stages yesterday throughout this entire festival future palace i don't know how, what you guys have planned down the road but if you guys have like backdrops i feel like mm-hmm. you would you know we when you're have on back stage, like backdrops certain like themes and stuff like that man that would have been a sight to see especially at this festival but I, i'm gonna i'm gonna push for you guys because i know awesome. the people who organize this festival down the road I, I would love to see you guys do something like this, be involved oh, with this, this community here, yes. in, here in the States. It's called the So What Music Festival. Shout out to all the organizers out there. But, you know, from the different experiences and perspectives in your timeline that you have taken in, which we have discussed about, you know, from um, the performing for as long as you have and the people you met and work with doing these two yet amazing records, you guys are not only representing, you know, your country, Germany, but but making a statement with these two albums. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see where Thanks. you guys go from here, you know, from touring to the fans to the relationship you have with your bandmates. This is definitely something you have a passion for. And from the mm-hmm. the truth is from what I'm seeing. Yeah, you're going to be turning 25 tomorrow, but you've experienced plenty already in your career. Mm-hmm. And then some, you know, uh, Maria, have your aspirations as a musician or hell, as a human being, have they changed or evolved since when you first started performing in the industry? Like, do you see things differently today?
0: Oh yes. A few things. Um, first of all, thank you for your kind words and I hope we can play at this festival and I hope we can go to the U S as soon as we can, because my siblings live there. I want to have them in our shows.
1: Wait, where? Yes.
0: Uh, I have two, uh, uh, three living in America and one lives in, I think, Sacramento, California. Okay. Um, and the other one lives in Seattle. That's why I was there, Washington, Seattle. And I was visiting her. And Dude, Yeah, that's. I.
1: I'm gonna endorse you I, like, like, like. I'm gonna endorse you so much after, after this. Like, I'm gonna make sure you guys are. I really want to go so. there. Really, yeah. really
0: want to go there. You and, gotta go to the um, East
1: Coast too, New York, and I mean, like yes. Miami, and uh, a really cool city. Like, has a really growing metal community. Is uh uh charlotte north carolina that's a, a Ooh, really popular cool. yeah that's all on the east coast but anyway i'm we'll, so we'll, excited yeah but yeah go ahead i didn't mean to interrupt you there but i know you were talking about you know if you see things differently today from yeah,
0: yeah. okay yeah so um let me think i mean at some points i was kind of um I, sometimes i think it's sad how little stories are important to people and uh this entire marketing side point of view you know is really different from what i personally feel like i love being real i love being honest and emotional Mm -hmm. and sometimes i got to know yeah this industry doesn't really care that much about that sometimes and you want to promote things and but so far we work together with really beautiful people Uh, also shout out to connor at this point from tandem management what a beautiful person we still haven't met in person but um, he also helped push us these past two months like radio wise in the US. And he's such a kind guy and helped us as, as well and um, helped us go on gigs and stuff like that. And he will help us to go to the US, I think. He's trying to work on that. Shout
1: out to Connor. <laughs> We've done a lot of but, shout outs. Let's give yes, another shout out to Connor. Of course,
0: <laughs> of course. Shout out to Connor. And um, yeah, so I'm really, really happy and I think lucky that we are working with correct people because I know there are different people that are not this, as nice and don't mm-hmm. want this nice things for their bands. They just want the money. And we're working with people that actually care about Future Palace, I think. And that is so nice and that gives me motivation. And I think we're just on the right track right now and we have the right people with us. And um, yeah, anything else that changed for me? I think it gave me hope that and um, a lot of I don't know. Before all of that, I didn't even know if anything I do is good or I don't know if people understand it or if I'm actually an artist or I just do things I like. But I think this gave me so much confidence after seeing how people react to all of this stuff that it might be good, actually. And that's one thing that really changed from starting to this day that I just noticed, wow, this might be something people like and I might not be useless. (laughs) You know, this might this might actually (laughs) be a thing in the future.
1: <laughs> Listen to everything I, I just said to you throughout this entire last hour, you know, it I, it caught my eye, you know, and mm-hmm. and it's never just an interview for me. Like I started this publication because I want to give people like you the platform to talk about what you want to talk about. Yeah, mm-hmm. other publications are exist, you know. I'm I love Rolling Stone, I love Revolver. They're going to do what they're going to do. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, but it's it, something about my publication. I I want to give you that channel to express everything that you are not just tell me about mm-hmm. this 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 tell me tell me why you did this you know yes so it's it's that's why it's about having the authenticity within my guests so um mm-hmm. so yeah in other words you are doing the right Thanks. thing Maria don't don't worry <laughs> all right um now I'm gonna get to that surprise here in a second all right All oh yeah I forgot <laughs> about it <laughs> um birthday plans um yeah you know i'm like <laughs> we can play, we, we can go out on birthdays again <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs>
0: uh, birthday plans for tomorrow you mean i yeah i mean i hardly have a voice i love doing karaoke i'm still gonna so do i it. so i, mean, I
1: sing yes! to, so we obviously I, I, I actually sing to them a lot
0: a oh lot. i know same. all their songs oh my god i love stuff like that. and backstreet boys i love it or britney spears that's oh my, okay. I, I go crazy in karaoke. okay it sucks we're not
1: in the same country oh that's a yes but
0: we have to go to I, 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 in have, Texas. I have
1: my i have my uh, specific uh song list every time so when i go my friends are like sunny are you serious we don't want to sing Be' again uh. we don't want to sing <laughs> i want it that way again you've done it already, also right? always have- I, yeah. you have to have that in karaoke yeah. it's like a rule yes. now it's like an unspoken <laughs> rule but uh i <laughs> Okay, so karaoke. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I might go to karaoke, but before that, I I didn't plan anything crazy because honestly, this tour was a party on its own. We were like drinking shots go. yesterday, and I'm like, I can't see alcohol. I just need to chill. And-
1: you have an album release next week so that kind of yeah you know, you know what i'm saying so
0: yes that's a party on its own but we're just gonna go eat korean barbecue a vegan korean barbecue <laughs> stop uh,
1: stop that's that's you my love favorite that that's, as a, well? that's my favorite food oh my, my god food. stop <laughs> it stop there, there's this place here in frisco i'm i'm in north of dallas so in frisco they have this place called gen g-e-n it's oh, korean barbecue and awesome. they, they're overbooked so if you ever come to dallas let me know if if even yes. the boys want to go to korean barbecue again is the place awesome and absolutely amazing i mean it's not you're not in you know the actual country but this is mm-hmm. actual like um korean authentic like awesome i love korean barbecue so much like the bulgogi same. the bulgogi and then the oh. um what is it the, the kimchi rice oh and, yes uh, kimchi <laughs> i'm excited it's, to- <laughs> it's, it's like one o'clock here i'm getting really hungry as i'm talking about same. it same but, but um, <laughs> Anyway, so uh, I, don't even, I don't even know how we got into that topic. I was just like, <laughs> so we'll, yeah, so, yeah, just plans so, for right. a birthday. All right, here we go. So now I'm going to do something. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to do something real fun called. We had a fun conversation already, but this is going to turn up a notch. I'm going to do something called the lightning round. I'm going to go down the list, Maria. I'm going to ask you a question. You have to pick one or the other. You just have to think, click on your feet. Okay. Okay. You got it? Oh, you're getting okay. like you're getting all, like all set up now. Are you I'm nervous. Ex- yeah, you're not no, nervous. I'm Come on, you got this. We've been talking for like over an hour. You're, you're fine. All right. Some some of them are simple questions, and some of them are just downright silly and stupid. But that's the best part. All right. You ready?
0: <laughs> okay. Let's
1: try. Okay. it Now, all right. I'm gonna go down the list. Here we go. What's the capital of Germany?
0: Oh no! Oh shit! Berlin. But oh, my God, that was a test question.
1: That was a test question. That was good. All right. Here we go. Here we go. People always get that wrong when I ask them that question, where they're from. All right. Green or blue? Uh, Blue. Vegan or meat? Vegan. Coffee or tea? Tea. Cats or dogs? Oh, that's hard. (laughs) (laughs) I have both.
0: (laughs) Uh, Oh, I I used to be allergic to cats. Now I have a cat. I love dogs. Let's I'm so sorry, dogs. Let's go with cat.
1: (laughs) Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings?
0: Ooh! Uh, actually, I don't watch many movies, but both of them I watched the series, and I watched *Lord of the Rings*. For the ending of *Game of Thrones*, I'll I go knew you gonna go the there. *Lord of the Rings*, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, Mexican food or Italian food?
0: Italian food.
1: Would you rather climb a mountain or jump from a plane?
0: Climb a mountain.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, I've jumped from a plane before. I would, I would do that again. Oh, actually, I've, I've actually done that twice. I've already booked oh my, my next high dive. I'm crazy. Actually, like that I'm scared I no of, of heights. heights. I okay. No, okay. See, there I'm we really go. Scared. Now we have, now we have a difference. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> Country or hip hop? <laughs> hip hop. Uh, if you, okay. Think about this question. If you were to spend one day in the world of the last movie you watched, where would you be? And would you survive?
0: <laughs> oh my God. I watched Spider-Man as the last movie. And that's pretty much a normal world just with Spider-Man.
1: Which one? Which Spider-Man did you watch?
0: Uh, it, was the, it was the new one where all three Spider-Man. Oh, that's oh, a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, I watched this okay, one.
1: Okay, did you cry? I did. Uh, yes, okay, yeah, I did I, cried, a lot. I cried so much. I've never cried during that <laughs> You Spider-Man. know what? I, I don't I, cry during movies, but that movie, you know I, was, what? I got so emotional. <laughs> do
0: you know this? Sorry, I need to quickly ask. Yeah, do you know the yeah, 16 personality test? Do you know this one? yeah 16 and um i'm, I'm I, you might be the same one but my personality is enfp and that's the same one as spider-man and that's maybe i related so freaking much with spider-man <laughs> you said enfp yes i am enfp if okay. that's interesting to anyone. um
1: so not only you but i've had friends of mine who tell me to. T- I've i haven't taken these tests yet you need
0: to do it i think you See, might everyone keeps telling me i need to
1: take it I i always get yes. nervous about that because i don't know if i I don't you know. just have to
0: like, be. Yeah, what's what's the,
1: what's the test called? The
0: um, MBTI 16 personality test. 16, okay. not 60, but we'll 16,
1: but 16. We'll stay in touch on Instagram. I'm gonna. Yes, I'm, gonna, MB, I'm excited. I, I, I'm actually saving it right now. Okay, we got. <laughs> okay, we, we got a few more. Um, Halloween or Christmas?
0: Uh, Halloween.
1: Oh, of course. My birth is in October, so it's. Ooh, it's like the Perfect. Perfect time. Awesome. All right. All right. Uh, this is a tough one because it's tricky. Los Angeles or New York?
0: I haven't ever been to the East Side, so I think Los Angeles because I really want to see it.
1: So, um, I've I've lived in both cities. Um mm-hmm. I love both of them. So, if I had to choose because I love the beaches and the mountains, I would choose LA. So,
0: Yeah, I mean my sister lives nearby and um yeah, there you go. I think yeah, I think, I don't know.
1: Yeah, LA. Yeah, shout out to LA. And New York, I love New York, but you got yeah. you Next time you hear you have to go there. also okay. Escape, yes. escape or run.
0: <sighs> you know, because run is run and escape from run, you know, it's one step further to freedom and happiness. I'll go with run.
1: I wonder Even what the though next, I love both. I wonder what the next title of the album is gonna be. <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> Sleep or eat. I'm not sure. <laughs> Man, I would love it if you did that. That'd be so funny. <laughs> That's just an idea. All right. And every
0: you... song is a is a meal. Every song is a meal don't dinner. get me F- started oh, you you're not like, you're not <laughs> setting
1: this ex- expectation for the next one All right. Would you rather be able to move things with your mind or know the future?
0: ooh, move things with my mind I think
1: okay if if Voldemort <laughs> these get ridiculous if Voldemort <laughs> offered to give you a hug, would you accept?
0: um yes, because I haven't watched the past um Harry Potter movies just until the third one and until that. Nothing major happened to me. Okay.
1: Let's come back to that question after Order of the Phoenix. After you watch Order of the Phoenix, let me know if you feel the same way.
0: (laughs) I need to watch it. Okay.
1: Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? (sighs) That is
0: tough. You know, I think every language in the world, because I think animals don't need a language. You can talk to them already. I I can talk to my cat. I talk to
1: my dog and cat already. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I, I think it is more important to tell people, be more kind to animals in every language. You know, maybe oh, that's, that's, a, that's my...
1: that may be the best answer I had for that. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Last one. <laughs> last one. I promise I'll let you go here. All right. There's a time machine in front of you, Maria. <laughs> it says the destination is your first concert you've ever attended. So where are huh. you and what do you remember the most about that day? And would you take the trip?
0: Oh, you mean that I was listening, uh, watching, right? Yeah. The first like concert the, I was watching you,
1: you've ever went to, what was uh, the
0: band? <laughs> it was 30 seconds to Mars. Uh, I remember it was an wow, open air.
1: That, that's, uh, that's quite the first concert.
0: Yes, it was amazing. It was, I think that was my first concert and it was beautiful. And it, uh, completely told me what I want in my life. And, um, would you go back
1: I... and experience that day again?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Meet up, yes. with their, meet,
1: up, meet up with your up with your younger but
0: self. The 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 I have to say the support was horrible. It was the support I don't remember. It was one woman. I don't know who she was. I never heard of her again. The support was crazy horrible, but the main act was it was beautiful. It was open air. It was a nice day. It was there with amazing people and um
1: yeah,
0: yeah I loved the performance. I, it was
1: do you, beautiful. I I don't know if you're like a sentimental person like me, but do you keep like have you do you have like pictures from that day? Do you have the ticket stuff? Do you have all I that? Do okay
0: i do have a um i don't know where it is here right now but i had a poster that looks like a huge ticket that was i drew that it looks like a huge concert ticket you and drew on that yes and on that i glued all my I want first to see concerts i oh oh need to look for it i want hey. to see that you,
1: you, if, if you can't
0: <laughs> i don't know oh sorry you
1: to, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you'll, you'll have to you have to say i want to see that i want to see it. that's some. Man, yes did i need that, to that, look for it um my first concert ever. I'll go ahead and say it. Fans already know that my first concert ever. So obviously I'm in Texas, right? The band here that everyone knows is Pantera. Because we grew up mm-hmm. with Pantera. Um, Dimebag. Um, mm-hmm. I saw him perform two months before he got shot on stage. Because
0: uh, Oh my God. Actually, that a similar thing happened to me with Linkin Park. But yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy.
1: Wait, you, you saw Chester before he... Yes, past? right
0: almost right uh, before it happened. I was, oh my I was gosh. so I, I think that, so, at least I don't remember, but yeah,
1: that was that was a rough day for me. Um,
0: same because
1: Chester you died. You know what?
0: Oh, sorry,
1: I'll go and I'll go and say this. I, I've never, I don't think I've ever actually said this on my podcast ever, ever. So, this mm. is the first time I'm mentioning it. The day Chester died was the same day I, I went to go pick up my dog's ashes because my dog died oh my god <laughs> that's the so same sad. day anyways that's so I don't mean to end on, I don't don't mean to end on a on a yeah. on a sad note but that was mm. it it just shows like it was things can really get to you and uh I mean yeah. Chester he was a big part of my life growing up that was anyway that was same. a crazy day I know we're like getting a lot things out on this podcast but I think you're gonna add something right there for
0: oh no no it's just it was same for me i just um really i was really able to identify with them i felt like we were really similar even though we never met and that's why it really hit you know because what that's what future palace is about the hope that this doesn't happen yeah and and maybe that's something i i can add you know this is what my mission is also as a musician to give people hope and see that it can be better and not end that's that's a band
1: yeah. I've never seen live. in Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. I grew up with them. Uh, I never yeah. got to see them live, so it that so that mm-hmm. really struck a chord with me. But um, but Chester mm-hmm. did you know Chester did uh, so much for. I mean, mm-hmm. when you when you listen to that songs, like it really takes you at a. It really reminds me of a certain time in my life when I'm listening to certain albums. Um, so I don't know if you got the same way. Like one of my favorite mm-hmm. albums is one of my favorite albums ever is uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Sign Me, Dream. Like I grew up with that album, so that takes me awesome. back to a certain time in life. But um, yeah, anyway. I get that. Same, yeah. yeah. Um, Maria, this has been awesome. All right, I'm gonna let you yes. go. And it's like nighttime over there, but <laughs> it's, it's lunchtime no. here. I gotta get something to eat. Same. Um, I, I I'm looking at my bracelet. I I almost don't want to clip it off because I'm gonna get sad because <laughs> the festival's over. But do you have uh, any see i get sentimental like that but do you have any like same. like last words any shout outs anything you like to plug in or mention that we haven't talked about so far for future palace and the new album for all the fans like whatever you want to share um
0: years. yeah i think we did a few shout outs already so i'm just Not gonna say thanks i'm just gonna say shout oh my god shout out to food in general man that's um because i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> No, but thank you so much for everyone who worked on the album with us, really every single person, also our friends who supported us. And um, I'm so excited to finally share this, all these honest stories. And this album, that's what I said in previous interviews, is supposed to be a big hug to everyone. And I hope you can feel it and listen to it and feel this hug and honesty and just go listen to it, enjoy it and have a great time. And I hope to see all of you really soon live. No matter where in the world, I hope to be there.
1: Likewise. And I'm looking forward to the day you can you come here to the States. Uh, let's stay in touch on the socials, yes. obviously, Maria. And uh, I will keep you posted once this episode airs. I want, I can't wait for fans to hear this. <laughs> this may be one <laughs> of the longest <laughs> interviews I've ever done. I wasn't even planning on it, but oh. it was just, I feel like we meshed so well. But Absolutely. Uh, I can't wait till we do this again. Obviously, I have to have you back on the show yes. and, and bring Manuel and Johannes on. I want them to talk about what they love to yes. do. It's important because. I mean, they're incredible musicians, you know, and I feel mm-hmm. like and, and I'm so glad that you have a rising empire backing you, you know, Adam Splitter. Shout out to them as well. You know, you have mm-hmm. the perfect people representing you. And yes. um, now and I'm gonna let you go here. But everyone who's listening, this is the amazing Maria Lessing from Future Palace. Do us a favor, uh, buy the album because, you know, the bands can't do it without your help. I'm I'm old fashioned. I still buy records that's yeah. sitting in the corner of my room. I started buying vinyl again. People are coming <laughs> awesome. back with like the. People are uh, coming out with the cassettes now, so, so that's also that. that's also an idea. But mm-hmm. uh, everyone, this album drops June tenth on Rising Empire. Uh, stream it, please, because it is one of the album of the year contenders, at least for me. Thanks. Um, I can't wait for this drop. Maria, have a great evening. Have a happy birthday. I know. It's Thank you. Twenty five, and uh, you. you know, take this, enjoy your day. You know, we all deserve to enjoy our birthdays. You know, and mm-hmm. have. A, have lots of Korean barbecue. Um, I'm, i will. I think I may have to persuade like my family. Like let's go. To- <laughs> I'm. I'm off for the rest of the day. I got to do some editing on the festival, but um, I want to uh, get some Korean barbecue tonight. So. <laughs> um, but but yeah. Awesome. Ha- but have a great birthday. Have a great release Thank week. Um, uh, again, I know you have tours coming. Have a safe tour. Also. Uh, take care of your voice you. i'll say all, thank right? you people need to, people need to hear that beautiful voice but i'll let you go here um you can everyone you can listen to this podcast all major podcast streams out there check us out on interview dot fire.com
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: much love uh thank you so much thanks. for taking the time it was right. so much
0: great. fun honestly thanks yeah, for having me
1: no thank you for doing what you do don't ever stop all right because it really means okay. a lot to someone like me thank you um and i'll let you go here all right i'll talk to you next time okay
0: awesome have a great day all right i'll See talk you to you soon. later all right yes bye-bye, bye-bye. take care Changed. I lost the lungs of life that lit inside
1: me Now, there's barely something able to Wake me up, wake me up, make me feel excited, excited. Break this up, break this up, break this up Yeah, you're pentifying I'm a stone-cold soul, dancing on my own To feel the burn inside my
0: bones